Do you chase passion? Do you chase money? Who's right? A lot of motivational speakers say, never give up on your dreams. Always chase your passion. Always chase your dream. Actors, actresses, athletes, even presidents sometimes say that. But who the hell is right? We're going to get to the bottom of it today, okay? So if this video gets you more clear about your decision whether you ought to chase passion or money, I want you to give me a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Having said that, let's get right into it. So the way I see it is I see money chasing money as logic. I see chasing passion as emotion, meaning left brain, logical, right brain, emotional. Now, when you hear the word emotion like I want to chase passion. What are people really talking about? What are we passionate about? Is it art? Is it sports? Is it travel? Is it animals? Is it movies, fitness, hobbies, partying, faith, God, philosophy? I'm passionate about my church. I'm passionate about art. I'm passionate about sports. What is it you're passionate about to say, I don't want to chase money. I just want to chase passion. Because I've heard if you chase passion, money will follow. It's not always right. I'm 42 years old. I am in love with baseball. I love baseball. Do I go chase being a Major League Baseball player today because I'm so passionate about it? I think money's going to show up. Maybe the Dodgers are going to sign a 42-year-old Middle Eastern man that never played organized baseball because I'm so passionate about it, right? Oof, I'm going to make it to the Major Leagues. You're going to buy my baseball card one day from Upper Deck or Prism and all this other stuff. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, but is that really something that I'm capable of doing? Ray Dalio once said... He said, you can almost do anything, but not everything. The sooner you know that you can't do everything, the sooner you'll be able to not waste time chasing stuff that maybe you're not going to be able to monetize, right, or be great at. Now, let's look at logic. Now, watch this. Logic is a little bit boring. This is exciting. This is a little bit boring if you think about it. So logic, you got to be able to learn how to reason with people. Critical thinking. Wow, that's sexy, right? Accountability. Who doesn't want to wake up in the morning being accountable to investors, to a boss, to a supervisor, to clients? We love being held accountable, right? Or analytical or strategy or numbers or sequencing of facts. This is boring, but necessary. This is exciting, but doesn't necessarily provide results all the time. So I want you to think about it from this angle. Think about the biggest decisions you're going to make in your life, right? Can we say marriage is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your life? Is that a fair assessment? Okay. Let's just say you said yes. Should your decision be made on emotion and passion? Should your decision be made on logic? Not necessarily money, but logic. But let's think about this. Should it be 100% emotional? I come home and you say, hey, mom, dad, guess what? What? I just met this girl. I love her. I've never felt this way before. I know nothing about her past. I know her parents, they're a mess. She's been a mess. I think she told me that her last 17 boyfriends never worked out, but I think I'm going to be the one because I'm crazy about her. What do you know about her past? Not a lot. Is she career? I don't know that. I just love her. Should you marry purely on emotion? Or maybe take your time a little bit. How about logic? How about you date somebody and say, you know, mom, I, I don't really like this guy. Hey, babe, when you're around him, does he give you the butterflies? Like, do you get excited about him? Not at all. Are you attracted to him? At all, mom. I think he's ugly. Babe, why are you dating this guy? Mom, he's so loaded. He's got so much money. He's so rich. You're just doing it based on logic. You think that's also the right way of doing it? Depends on who you ask, right? So there's got to be a balance. The debate becomes, should the decision be 60% emotion, 40% logic? Should it be 60% logic? Some will tell you 70% logic because guess what? If you get married to somebody, then you got to make one of the other decisions, which is what? Kids. That's hard, hard work raising kids nowadays, right? Career. What industry should I be a part of? Where you live? Should I live in California? Should I live in New York? Should I move? Because the regulation is changing in my state. I want to go to a different place. Education, buying a home, friendship. All of this 
depends on the decision you make based on your passion or logic. Now, a big part of the decisions we make, if you look at this graph here, I try to do my, do my best to explain it to you. The younger we are from the day we're born to say 80, the younger we are, pink represents passion and emotion. Green represents more logic, right? The younger we are, we only like to make decisions based on passion and emotion. We don't make the best, best decisions. At some point in your life, after many breakups, after you realize we all pay taxes, after you realize not, you're not always going to be the one chosen for promotion. You're going to be passed up on promotion sometime. A guy that's lazier just because they're related to the mother of the business or the CEO of the business is going to get the promotion over you. And that pisses you off because you stayed up every night till 10 o'clock and that schmuck gets the promotion over you just because his last name is Johnson and yours is not. And you can never compete with that kid. Then you start realizing, saying, listen, man, this passion stuff, I'm sorry. I work a lot harder than the other guy. Why does he deserve it? You start kind of getting a little bit of this. And about 30 to 40 years old, you sit there and say, maybe I need to start making some logical decisions as well. Listen, I love this girl. She's attractive. She's hot. But I got to kind of start thinking about, is this the right thing? The last three relationships didn't work because of that, that, that. What should I do? So I'm not sitting here telling you this or I'm not telling you this. I'm telling you to get this balance right. In what areas of your life do you use emotion? In what areas of your life do you use logic? For example, buying underwear. How much emotion do I need to buy an underwear? Like, do I go, I go to Costco. I need some underwear. Do I need to make an emotional connection with that underwear to buy an underwear? No. That's 100% logical. I'm buying an underwear. Now, if you're buying lingerie, does there need to be a little bit of emotional connection to that lingerie? Because, you know, you kind of need to look good at it. And, you know, I get it. So lingerie may be a little bit different. Socks. Are you going to turn somebody in with socks? Hey, look at these socks. Oh my gosh, you look so sexy today. It's socks. Pure logic, right? Car. You like it. Man, I kind of like it when I sat in it. The engine, maybe a little bit, but you need to kind of balance this part out. By the way, long term, you will win more the more you pay attention to this. Now, let's go back to this. I'm a pretty creative guy. I'm a pretty passionate guy. I'm passionate about a lot of weird things. I like baseball cards. I just had a, 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 what do you call it, a, a card that just was delivered right now to me. It's a 1965 Shelby Cobra, Kirkham. It's a aluminum, silver. I just drove it. I can't even tell you what it sounds like when I turn on the engine. I'm like, oh, my gosh, right when I drove that car. It was ridiculous, right? But I'm in an insurance industry, very logical, compliance, actuaries, underwriting, table A, table B, table C, table D, boring to some people, right? But we put on a convention last week. I just got back two days ago. We filled out the MGM Grand Arena during Delta, during COVID, during shutdown, during all this mess. And we had over 10,000 people at this event when Nikki Jam was performing. We had, you know, what do you call it? Sebastian Maniscalco. I mean, he was hilarious. Mario Lopez was the MC of the evening. Kim and I were co-emceeing. I had Mike Tyson there. I had Frederick De Silva there. People were crying, laughing, cracking up, having a blast because we learned how to combine a logical industry with emotions because this is still tied to emotions. If you can figure out a way to balance those two, you'll win at the highest level. Few things I will tell you, rather than ask you the question, should I chase passion or should I chase money? I'll give you a different perspective. I like to chase the right habits. I want to chase working with the person that I'm gonna sit in a boardroom and see how they negotiate, see how they address conflicts, see how they address issues. 
I want to chase being part of an organization, a company with a big vision that seems almost impossible where they have an opposition and people say you cannot do it. And I'm in that room with these people and seeing how all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I can bring value to this area. Why well, I can bring value to this area. Oh my gosh, look how we overcame this. How did we overcome that one time when we almost ran out of money? And then you win in that process of doing the impossible with a group. You learn how to become a better leader. You learn how to move people better. You realize you're tougher than you actually thought you were. You were able to handle things in ways maybe you never thought you could handle. Then you pick up all these incredible habits. At that point, you can choose to continue with that organization. But what you definitely did do is you increased your market share and you learn how to work with different passionate people that bring different things to the table. And when you make money, you can always fund your passion. I love making movies. I'm going to make movies. I love art. I'm going to buy a lot of ridiculous art. I love baseball cards. I've bought many and I'm planning on buying a lot more. I am passionate about all of this stuff. I will never stop funding this. But it's sequencing, understanding what percentage needs to be logic, understanding what percentage needs to be emotion. Hopefully that helped you out. If you took a lot away from this video, smash thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Got a video I want you to watch. I did a video years ago, I think maybe six years ago, five years ago, titled How to Double Your Money. If you've never watched that video before, How to Double Your Money, click over here to watch that video. That's probably going to lead you to another video called 20 Rules of Money. But start with this first, then go watch 20 Rules of Money. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.